Hello everyone, I am Matt Williamson. How's everyone doing? So, had a good chat with DK yesterday and he gave me a bunch of advice on the world of YouTube and in turn I started my own YouTube channel. Do me a big favor and go subscribe. I have nothing up there right this second, but I am learning how to get this feed amongst other things in there. And you can find this podcast on YouTube if you didn't know that anyway. There you go check that out. That's been getting great feedback. That's why we had this conversation. So today I want to do something that I think I'm going to do at least once a week up until the draft. And I'm going to do a live mock draft. I went to Pro Football Focus's draft simulator. And I'll use different ones throughout the time. And I'm just going to pick four of the Steelers. See how it goes, you know, live on the air with you guys. Walk through the the thought process. And I wanted to lay down some parameters first. Is First off, I'm going to do no trades for the first one, to be honest with you. Not that I'm nervous, but I've never really done this from this perspective. So I'm not going to mess with trades and all those things. Although trades are a lot of fun. I think the next one I will. Now, what I wanted to do is kind of randomly, I sort of made it up in my head that things happen before the draft. You know, that's what I don't like about mock drafts this time of year is, yeah, but none of that's going to apply after free agency and trades and cuts and things like that. So in this make-believe world, the Steelers did not get Justin Fields. He went to the Falcons. In turn, they signed Tannehill. Rudolph signed somewhere else. Okay. So right now your quarterbacks are Pickett and Tannehill. And in this mock, I will be considering quarterback. I'm also going to say they went out and signed Cushenberry, who I think is the best safety or best, I'm sorry, the best center on the market. So they're done with the center. They went out and got a big ticket center. Not that he would be more than like 10, 11 million, but you upgraded there. You're done. I'm also going to say they signed a safety. We talked about about eight or nine of them that would account that would be upgrades over KZ and Neal. But you're probably out of the safety market unless you're thinking like fourth, fifth round as your third guy, developmental player. They're going to have them bring back guys like Golden and Watts. I'm going to say in some capacity, Patrick Peterson is still in the mix that he was not a flat out cap cut, but maybe a restructure. But Mason Cole gets cut at this point. Uh, Allen Robinson cut. Neil, KZ, both those guys cut. Guys like Wallace that are free agents aren't in the mix. So this is what the team looks like. You know, I mean, you have Cushenberry, you got a safety, you brought back a couple of your own, you cut plenty of your own. You got Tannehill and Pickett at quarterback, which isn't ideal, but it's not the great offseason to do that. And then we're going to start drafting here as soon as I tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for odds, stats, trends, and lines. With everything from point spreads to hundreds of player performance props, with dozens of odds, props, and info on hundreds of sports, events, politics, and entertainment, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime from desktop or your mobile devices. Head to Bet Online today and stay updated on all the action. Bet Online, the game starts here. And again, please check out my new YouTube page. I'm kind of psyched about it. I'll start putting up a bunch of content soon.
So, Steelers are 20, as you know. Some notable names that went are what I'm going to call the nasty nine, the big nine offensive players, the three quarterbacks, the three receivers, Bowers, uh, Alt, Fashanu, guys that we never thought were in the equation anyway, to be very honest with you. So they are out. In this mock, though, corners went insanely high. Cooper DeGene goes five. And I told you this yesterday, after the combine, he might be my bet to be first defensive player off the board. But that blew me away a little bit. DeGene went five. Didn't like seeing that. And then a, a run of corners before we picked happened to just go that way, which I don't love at all. Nate Wiggins goes eight. Uh, some other notables here in the in the, t- the nine picks before the Steelers go. Byron Murphy goes 11 to Minnesota. Another corner, Quinion Mitchell goes to the Chargers or the uh, the Broncos. Fawanga uh, to the Raiders. Arnold to the Saints. Latham to the Colts. All our tackles and corners are falling off the board. Not good for the Steelers. But then we get two edge guys that fall, Verse and Turner to Seattle and Jacksonville. Jackson Powers Johnson goes, which... So, maybe we made the right call signing a center. Um, I love the player. You'll hate hearing this. He ends up going to Cincinnati. And then, and that, okay. Yeah, and then we're, we're on the clock here at 20. Got hit pretty hard. You know, I mean, a lot of the tackles went. A lot of the corners went. So, if you listen to yesterday's pod, there was 18 and a half names I mentioned that I would be very comfortable taking at 20 and there's going to be some there the best available on this software is newton the defensive tackle out of illinois no kool-aid mckinstry out of bama i am not a believer at least not yet i'm a little tempted by brian thomas the big receiver out of lsu but i'm probably going to go a different direction amarius mims georgia tackle strongly considering that Graham Barton's a nice player. Enos Rakestraw's a nice player. Tyler Guyton, the other tackle, Oklahoma. So the way this went, I'm not going to spend a ton of time on it because we'll get into the second rounds and all the way down the line here. I'm either taking Guyton or Mims. Take the tackle. I said this yesterday. I think both those players are on the Broderick Jones level of how good a player are you. Both are right tackles by trade. They could probably learn the left side. I'm going with Guyton. So, boom, there it happens. We are back on the clock at 52. Some guys that went just ahead of the Steelers pick. Um, Sumatalo, the, the tackle from BYU. Burton, the wide receiver from Alabama. Uh, a couple others here. Roman Wilson, a receiver I really like out of Michigan. Lassiter, a corner I strongly would have considered after going tackle. And Jordan Hicks, Jaden Hicks, the safety. So we're on the clock. Some of the the best available is Edron Cooper, the linebacker out of AM. And I didn't know how this was going to fall, but I told you before, we didn't do anything at linebacker. We did something at safety. I really like this player. Daniel Jeremiah has him like in his top 30. Sane Strill from Michigan's also available. A slot, tough corner. He's really interesting to me. Jalen Polk from Washington is intriguing as well. Kyrie Jackson from Oregon. 
I'm really growing fond of Chris Jenkins, a defensive tackle from Michigan. So there are some options here I like. Um, the tackle from Yale. We already took a tackle. Never mind. Sorry about that. Um, and the other linebacker of note is Junior Colson. I would love to have gone corner here, but the best player on the board also fits a need, and I'm taking Edron, Edron Cooper now. Boom. Nothing to it. Okay. So now we are up at 84. And, man, I don't like that we haven't signed a corner. The best player on the board, though, is somebody I like a lot, and that's Malachi Corley, the wide receiver out of Western Michigan. He gets Debo Samuel comparisons, rightfully so. We got safeties, guards, centers, running backs, edge guys of the next couple group. Not where I want to go here. But Tavondre sweats there. The Jigundis nose tackle plus from Texas. Didn't plan on doing that, but I am considering it. I'm also considering Cam Hart here, a tall, rangy corner that absolutely fits what the Steelers are into. So that's my decision here is it's between Cam Hart, Tavondre Sweat, and Malachi Corley, all of whom I'd love to add. I think Sweat is going to be last on my list. Oh, by the way, Michael Pratt, the quarterback, went right before our pick. I would have considered him here as well. I'm going to kind of draft for need, um, although I like him quite a bit. Cam Hart, corner, Notre Dame. Boom. He is now a Steeler. So now, if you don't know, we have pick 120 and 121, which is kind of fun. Now, we've basically hit our top needs pretty well. You know, I, I think we're pretty happy with that. Best guy on the board at this point is Estime, the running back out of Notre Dame. There is a safety I like, Cole Bishop from Utah. You could use a third safety. You have two guys on second contracts at safety, getting young there. Big nickel, that's appealing to me. Um, some other names, Jordan Travis. Uh, it's pretty well picked through here, too. Christian Boyd is a D lineman I'm kind of interested in out of Northern Iowa. Malik Washington's an exciting wide receiver prospect. I'm going with one of these two is going to be Mason Smith from LSU. Five-star recruit type guy who's had some injuries, some inconsistencies, but finished his last couple games at LSU really strong. I mean, he would be the Cam Hayward to it type, and the Steelers could bring him along slow, which is really attractive to me. But we're still on the clock. So other names I'm considering, I'm still considering Bishop, the safety out of Utah. Makes a lot of sense to me here. I mean, he would also be an immediate special teams contributor. And I'm still scrolling here. I'm trying to think who else, you know, DJ James, but we just took a corner. So Cooper Beebe's a good player, but I just don't think that interior line is where you'd go at this point. Josh Newton, a corner from TCU, is intriguing. I think they're pretty much making the pick here for us. I'm going to take the safety out of Utah. Good player, Cole Bishop. Boom. See, but now there's a lull. If you don't, if you're not super aware of how the Steeler draft picks are set up, now we're all the way down to 198, and then there's 238 remaining. Full disclosure. 
I don't know this area of the draft that well yet, you know, so I'll probably, when I do these uh, super late, we'll just look at either a name I like or more so a position I like that's near the top of their list. And a couple of those are still intriguing. You know, Frank Gore's son is a pretty good running back prospect. I know they don't need running back, but that's a little bit intriguing to me as well. Um, center out of Penn State's their top guy. I don't think you want to go there. McCoy, the wide receiver out of Tennessee, is somewhat intriguing. Javian Cohen was a guard that I was quite impressed with. It's senior bowl. He's had some buzz around him. But you still have Herbig, and you signed a center. So I'm not sure I want to go that direction. Still rolling through here to see if there's a name that just jumps out at me, and there really isn't. So... I think I am going to kind of throw a curveball here and take Frank Gore Jr. Running backs just don't last long in this league, and I think he's a very good one. Boom, taking him. Boom. And then lastly, we are 238, and I'll be honest, I in an area I don't know where these, these names particularly well. But I am going to take a long shot on to his brother from Maryland. I'm a little shocked he's this late. I think he's more of a fifth-round type guy. We at least want to bring a rookie quarterback to camp, maybe even sign one after this. We didn't get the quarterbacks we liked, but I'm going to take Tagovailoa from Maryland. Draft, boom, there you have it. So this draft ends up, I don't even care about their grades. They always give you a grade, but they gave me a B-, minus. whatever. We get Guyton out of Oklahoma in a round one that was not very kind to us. We get Cooper, the linebacker, out of A&M, which was kind of a gift. So that kind of made up for it. Cam Hart, the corner, which was a little bit of a draft for need. But you had to leave this draft with some sort of outside corner, without question, even though we do still have Peterson in the mix. Mason Smith is one of my favorite Project D linemen here that has immense upside, the LSU dude. Cool Bishop's also somewhat of a gift in round four as a safety. And then the last two picks are names you'd know, Frank Gore's kid and Tua's brother. Didn't do it for that reason, but we do know this team has a little bit of a history in terms of liking legacy type picks. I didn't give that any thought at the time, but that's that. So tell me what you think. Um, again, go check out the YouTube page. Send me a note on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. And there you have it. I thought that was fun. Let's keep doing these. And let me know what you think. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.